Welcome to the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast. I'm your host, Brooklyn, and I'm sharing how unconscious reprogramming helped me eliminate my own misophonia after more than 20 years of suffering. I'm also sharing how I support my clients using the same tools and modalities to help them lessen trigger sounds, alleviate the suffering they experience from misophonia, and create more joy in their lives. My degree in communication, coupled with my training and certification in working with the unconscious mind, creates a coaching environment with a unique approach to get you results. So with that being said, let's dive into the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Let's Ditch Misphonia podcast. I am happy you're here, and if you clicked on this episode and you read the title of this podcast, you're probably very skeptical, and I totally get it, because today I'm going to be sharing how misophonia has actually become my superpower, and hearing that, you're probably like, what the F? There's no way that that's possible. Misophonia is this big, terrible, horrible thing that that we experience, but it really has turned into a superpower for me, and I'm, I'm going to walk through that. Before we get into the episode, though, I am super excited to announce that this Saturday I am hosting a live masterclass. It's going to be more like an interactive workshop. It is a two to three hour live masterclass. Yes, there will be some breaks. And we are going to walk through my six step roadmap that I've created after clearing my own misophonia, after working with clients to help you get results. So we're going to walk through the entire roadmap. And the class is called the Roadmap to Misophonia Relief Masterclass. I am really excited about this because I'm telling you, I go all out when it comes to serving and coaching my clients. So this is a low ticket offer. You can get in for just $97. You're going to get so much out of this masterclass though. In fact, you also get two bonuses when you sign up and those bonuses are alone are worth more than what you're paying for the masterclass itself. So you're going to get a live Q&A session with me about a week after the masterclass. So you can really get personalized support implementing what we do together. And you're also going to get an EFT workbook, EFT also known as tapping. And tapping is really amazing for clearing up stuck emotions. And you can really apply it to almost anything to help you clear up what's keeping you stuck. And so the EFT workbook is going to help you create your own sessions. And EFT is something you can use anywhere, anytime, as long as you know how to facilitate a session. So we're going to go through that together in the masterclass. And then also the workbook will walk you through all my tips and tricks to creating really effective EFT sessions. So this masterclass is going to be absolutely amazing. If you can't make it live, I still encourage you to sign up because you will get access to the recording so that you can watch it on your own time. You can rewind, you can fast forward, you can pause, do whatever you need to do. And then again, if you can't make it for the live masterclass, there'll be another chance to join us live for that Q&A, which again will also be recorded and you'll get a chance to ask your questions before the live. So even if you can't make it to the live Q&A, you can still watch the recording and hear your questions answered. So I am really, really excited for this masterclass. I have been preparing for this for months. I'm telling you, we are going to go deep. We're going to have so much fun. And the idea of the masterclass is you're going to walk away with an understanding of how unconscious reprogramming is the key to lessening trigger sounds and alleviating the suffering you've experienced from misophonia. You're going to walk away with implementable strategies to actually rewire the way your mind processes these trigger sounds. 
And you'll also get to experience relief through the live coaching that we will do together on the call or through the recording if that's how you choose to engage in the masterclass. So I really encourage you, check out the link in the show notes, sign up for the masterclass. I would love to see you there. And of course, just like anything I put out there, there is a guarantee with it. So if you show up, if you engage, you do the work and you don't see results, I will give you your money back, okay? So there's really no risk to signing up and really taking that first step on your journey to relief. I'm really, really excited. So again, link is in the show notes. And now let's dive into today's episode, which is all about misophonia as my superpower. Okay, so again, you're probably like, what the hell, Brooklyn? How how is misophonia a superpower? But I'm telling you, misophonia caused me so much stress and pain and suffering for more than 20 years of my life. I'm only 27 going on 28. I haven't been alive that long, right? So to be suffering for the majority of my life from something and then to claim that it's a superpower doesn't make any effing sense, right? I'll be honest with you. But what misophonia did for me is it forced me to dig deeper. It forced me to confront the beliefs and the programming that was keeping me stuck. Because I tried for so long, I begged and pleaded for the world to change. I tried to talk with the people that I trusted, like, hey, can you stop making these sounds? Can you stop doing this? I tried to alter and change my environment. I kept those around me to a really small, close, tight-knit group because I just couldn't trust other people with the information of what really set me off. I didn't want people to know about it. And so I isolated myself for many, many years. And so Seeing that that wasn't working, right? I was still being triggered. I was still suffering. I was still frustrated. I wasn't able to create the things in my life that I really wanted. It forced me to dig deeper. Like, okay, this isn't working. Asking other people to change, trying to change the world and control every aspect of my life isn't working. So how can I look inward? What can I change? What can I shift inside of me that's going to make it easier for me to just survive in the world. And so I've talked about this many times. It's what inspired the logo for this podcast and the logo for my programs. I had this light bulb moment of, oh my gosh, it's not the sounds that are causing me all this pain. It's the way that my mind is processing those sounds. And that's not my fault. And that's not your fault. We didn't just decide one day that we were going to be really pissed off by certain sounds. We never consciously decided that. Who would consciously decide that, right? And so when people say, oh, just get over it, or you're just being dramatic, we're not. We're, our response to these sounds is like, it's like a life or death response. We have to get away. It's panic. It's anxiety. It's frustration. It's rage. It's the way that our minds are processing it. And again, it's not our fault. We didn't consciously decide this, but for whatever reason, this pattern is operating and it was created and it's maintained at the unconscious level, which is why, again, it's not something that we consciously made a decision to experience. However, just because it's happening unconsciously doesn't mean we're stuck with it. We are able to reprogram the patterns that have developed in our lives. And I've shared these examples before. We've done it. Time and time again, think about you probably take, let's say you're driving to work and you take the same route to work every day. For one, you're not thinking about, okay, well, I'm on Clinton Street and then I need to turn on from Clinton to Lafayette and then Lafayette to Wayne and then Wayne to Barry. 
if anyone lives in Fort Wayne, you're going to be like, yeah, those streets don't work like that. But I'm just listing street names, okay? You don't think on your way to work, you're not thinking consciously of each street that you're turning down. You're just following the same route because it's programmed in your mind. But what happens when, so for me, I go down Bar and I use Bar as a shortcut to get to Lafayette. But what happens when Bar Street is closed for construction? Well, now I have to decide, okay, well, what route can I take now? I can't go bar to Maine to Lafayette. I've got to find a new way to go. I'm like, okay, well, I can turn down this street and this street will lead to this street and then I'll get back to, I'll go around the construction and I'll get to where I need to be. That's a pattern that you are interrupting and you are installing something new to get you to work. Imagine if you saw that construction and you're like, well, guess I can't go to work today. Your boss probably wouldn't accept that as an excuse, right? They'd be like, um, can you find another way to come in? Now, a snowstorm might be different, right? Like, let's say that you just literally can't get out of your driveway because of all the snow. That's something different. But in terms of like construction or some inconvenience, you're going to find a way around it. And that's an example of reprogramming. You can also think of maybe there is a food That as a child, you really hated and now as an adult, you don't mind it or you even like it. So for me, one really good example is sour cream. I used to absolutely hate it until probably like just within the last maybe seven years. And now I love it. In fact, we had uh, some family members over and we made them baked potatoes for dinner the other day. And they were joking because I put so many toppings on it. They're like, would you like some potato with all of your toppings? Like, Because I just loaded it with sour cream and cheese and chives and all this good stuff. And that's a pattern. That is a, a pattern and a belief that was interrupted and it was reprogrammed. And if you can do things like that, you can do it with misophonia as well. And so again, misophonia really forced me to dig deeper, recognizing that this suffering, it's not my fault. It's not something that I've chosen to experience. And also, I have the responsibility to shift it because I'm the only one who can do it. My partner, who loves me dearly, he can't take away my misophonia. He can't make it better for me. The doctors couldn't make it better for me. My therapist couldn't make it better for me. I had to do the work. I had to take responsibility and say, you know what? This sucks. I didn't choose it. It's not my fault. However, it is my responsibility and I'm going to put in the work to shift it. And that's where unconscious reprogramming came into play. And before I ever even attempted to do anything with my misophonia, I shifted so many other areas of my life through unconscious reprogramming. The same modalities, I I, I didn't know about rapid resolution therapy yet, but a lot of the same modalities that I use with my clients For misophonia, same modalities I used for all of these other areas of my life. So my money mindset has drastically changed. My belief around travel, about being able to travel. I always thought that international travel was only something that rich people could do or that I'd never be able to do it because I'd never have anyone to go with. Well, what do you know? You can travel on a budget. I found companies that allowed me to make monthly payments instead of paying everything at once. I decided to travel by myself and then just meet up with travel groups in the different countries. So I confronted my beliefs around travel. I confronted my relief or my relief, my beliefs around relationships. I found myself in these relationships with these patterns of disrespect and lying and all this other stuff that isn't great. We won't go into it. And I was like, well, why do I keep finding myself in these relationships? So I 
interrupted that pattern. I did a lot of trauma work. I dramatically improved my career. I was able to start stepping into more creative roles and actually being offered salaries that actually allowed me to live a comfortable life. I was able to create and build my business, right? In which I'm now building another business from the ground up, which is what I'm doing right now as a misophonia coach. All of this I did before I ever even put any ounce of effort into my misophonia. So the things that I'm sharing on the podcast, the things that I've done for myself, the things that I do with my clients, yes, I am specifically coaching you around misophonia, but you can take these modalities and these language patterns and these these shifts and these stories and these metaphors, and you can apply them to so many areas of your life. And that's the beauty of this. It's just deciding where do you want to start. And for me, I had a belief around misophonia. I believed so deeply that it would never get better, that there was nothing that I could do, that it was easier to focus on these other areas first, like money, travel, relationships, my career, because I still had some sense of hope that those things could get better. I really believed that there was nothing I could do for my misophonia. And so that's why when I am working with clients, the first thing I do is we address those secondary gains. It's the first thing we'll do in the masterclass too. We address the secondary gains that are keeping you stuck. What is the unconscious benefit that you get from continuing to live and suffer from misophonia, to live with it and suffer from it? And you might think, well, no, I just want to get rid of it. I wish I didn't have it at all. Unconscious beliefs are really, really tricky. And I see them all the time in the Facebook groups. Someone is offering some kind of therapy or tool or modality that's really worked well for them. And then you'll see people flooding the comments saying, this doesn't work. This is a scam. You don't know what you're talking about. Nothing works for misophonia. There's no cure. We're never going to get better. And they haven't even tried. They haven't even attempted to utilize whatever it is that this person is talking about. And it's because we have these really sneaky secondary gains. And I've shared one of mine was my pride. I was so pissed off at so many people in my life for treating misophonia like it was just all in my head or that I was being dramatic and that I should just get over it and that I'm crazy. And so it was my pride. I was like, well, if I clear up my misophonia, then everything they're saying is going to be right. It is all in my head. I was just being dramatic. Look how easily I cleared it. Well, if Brooklyn got rid of her misophonia that fast, then clearly they were never struggling. And so my pride prevented me from applying the modalities that changed so many areas of my life, applying those then to my misophonia and getting those same results. I had to work through those secondary gains before I was able to really dive in and reprogram. And so I'm telling you that misophonia is my superpower because it forced me to do all of this work. It was literally do or die for me. Go back six, seven, eight years ago, I was so miserable. It really was do or die. It's like, okay, I've got to change something. I've got to shift something or I don't think I'm going to make it. I don't think I'll have the will to keep going. Misophonia was the spark for so many amazing things in my life. So yes, it caused me so much suffering. It cost me friendships, relationships, family relationships. It cost me so much and I suffered so much. But what it's given me, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I really wouldn't. 
what it's given me is something that could never be measured. It's, I've completely changed my life around. My mindset, my view on life, my belief of what is possible, my desire to help and support other people because I can see myself in them and I know what it feels like to be stuck and trapped. And it's just, misophonia has given me so, so much. And that's why I believe unconscious reprogramming worked so well for me because I had evidence of all these other areas of my life. And it may not seem like it, but you have this evidence too. Think back on something, whatever's coming to mind now, something that you've achieved in your life that you once thought was impossible or was very unlikely to happen. And yet in your life right now, you either have that thing or you accomplished whatever it was. What did you do differently in order to to get to that outcome? Maybe it was a career you thought you could never have. Maybe it was having children. Maybe that's something that you thought you wouldn't be able to do. And now you have beautiful children in your life. Maybe it's something as simple as you wanted to learn how to juggle and you never thought you'd be able to, but you kept practicing and you kept trying different techniques and now you can juggle. Whatever it is, we can all find evidence of something in our life where it once seemed impossible and we proved it possible. And for me, it was looking at these other areas of my life where I had used unconscious reprogramming to shift and transform and finally realizing like, if I can shift so many areas of my life, what's stopping me from shifting this too? And again, I had that light bulb moment of, it's the way my mind is perceiving the sounds. I, I don't have control over others. I cannot control if somebody at Target is whistling while walking down the aisles. But I can control how my mind responds to that stimulus. That I have control over. It may take some work. It may take some conscious effort to reprogram at the unconscious level. But I am able to do that. I have the ability to do that. And that's way easier than trying to get someone else to change. So again, misophonia for me, it's become my superpower because it's given me so much empathy It's helped me understand others. It's helped me understand more about myself. It's helped me really see how strong I am, right? I was able to survive misophonia for over 20 years. Like, what can't I do? And the same is true for you. You've been dealing with this for years and years. Think of what a strong, capable person you have to be to live with this every day And continue to build your life and continue to exist and continue to be, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, I'm assuming I'm not attracting jackasses, but to still be like a halfway decent human being at the very least, that takes a really amazing, strong, capable human being. Misophonia gives you an excuse to look inward, to shift, to change, and to create. So when you're thinking about misophonia and you're, and you're thinking about your experience with it, there's probably a lot of beliefs and a lot of feelings that come up for you. Maybe it's something like people suck. Why don't they realize how annoying they are? Like these sounds are so disgusting. It's so rude. It's not polite. Do they not have any manners? How do they not realize like what they're doing? Or I'm not normal. Why can't I just be like everyone else? You might have all of these thoughts and more, or maybe your thoughts are totally different from mine. We all experience misophonia differently. So it's 
likely that you have even more to add to this list. What I want you to do right now, and this is actually an exercise, like go ahead and uh, not yet, but I'll ask you to pause this podcast, but not yet. Go ahead and I want you, after you pause it, to just think about when you think of misophonia, what are all the thoughts and the feelings that come to mind, okay? So go ahead, pause this podcast, just give yourself a couple minutes and write down everything or type on your phone or whatever that comes to mind, thoughts and feelings when you think about your experience with misophonia. Okay, so hopefully you've paused the podcast and you've done that, okay? Unless you're driving, obviously come back to this later. But now I want you to look at this list, everything you've written, and I'm gonna ask you, those thoughts and those feelings that you see on that page, how many of those are useful for you? How many of those are actually serving you and getting you closer to a life that you really want to experience? So for example, when I think of one of my thoughts of people are so annoying, is that thought actually serving me? Let's say that my end goal is to be misophonia free, to just be able to be aware of these sounds, but not triggered. Is the thought of people are so annoying, is that useful? Is that helpful in getting me to my end result? Probably not. That thought is probably keeping me stuck in the pattern of misophonia. It's justifying my disgust and my anger and my rage that I feel toward these sounds. So you start to look at this list and you can see these are the beliefs and the feelings that have been built up year after year after year. And again, it's not your fault. This isn't something that you consciously chose to believe. You didn't consciously choose to believe that people are disgusting or that whistling is super rude or licking your fingers is gross. You didn't actively decide to believe that. There's this pattern and this pattern becomes supported over time by all of this evidence around you. This is when you get the opportunity, though, to actually see this pattern, see these thoughts, see these beliefs, and start to question them. And ask yourself, is this belief, is it actually useful? Is it actually serving me? And for me, I talked about that light bulb moment. It's not the sounds. It's the way I'm processing the sounds. That was the most useful thought for me. That was the most useful light bulb moment of understanding. Because now when I hear someone clearing their throat, it's not, oh my God, they're so disgusting. It's, huh, that's interesting. I wonder why my brain is processing that sound this way. And then I get to do the work and rewiring things at the root level. So next time I hear that throat clearing, it's just something that I hear. It's not something that triggers me. It's not something that puts me in a thought spiral. It's just a noise that I'm aware of. And the thing is, Like I said, this kind of work can be applied to so many areas of your life. So for example, if you find yourself living paycheck to paycheck, there might be a belief there that money is really hard to make or money is really hard to hold on to. If you have a goal, if you have a goal of no longer living paycheck to paycheck is the thought of money is really hard to come by, is that actually useful for you on your goal toward financial freedom? Probably not. And this is where I'm telling you that misophonia is like a superpower because most people never get to this kind of work. 
They just allow their unconscious beliefs to rule their world and then they wonder why they find themselves stuck and not creating the life that they desire. Misophonia, though, forces you to do this work. It forces you to look inward because it's very hard to escape. We're surrounded by noises and sounds and it's, it's, you know, you can create a safe space, you can put in your headphones, you can put in your earplugs, you can, you know, never leave the house, but these sounds are all around us and that's how it becomes a superpower. It's a shift in perspective. You can see it as, this is the worst thing I've ever had to deal with in my entire life. Why, why me? Why can't I just be normal? Or you can shift this perspective to, this is going to force me to do the work that so few people actually find themselves doing. This can be the catalyst to completely change my life, not just my experience with misophonia, but to examine all of the beliefs in my life and the programming that is keeping me stuck. Misophonia Misophonia can be the push you need to actually do this work. And I understand it can be really difficult. I understand it can be easier said than done. And I also am sharing my experience as evidence that it can be done and that you can do it too. If I could do it, I promise, I promise you can do it. I know you don't know everything I've been through and and everything that shifted and what my mindset was like. I mean, you're not inside of my brain, so I know you can't see it all and feel it all and experience it. But I'm telling you, if I could be at a place where I was and I'm in the place where I am now, you are also capable of this. And again, this is what I support my clients in doing. Is using these amazing tools and modalities to start undoing the patterns that are no longer serving you and installing beliefs and patterns and ideas and imagery that's going to be more motivating and more useful to get you closer to where you actually want to be in life. To motivate you to take the actions that are in your best interest, and that are leading you to the path that you actually want to be on. So again, promotion time, my friends. We are going to do a lot of this work in the masterclass. Okay, now we're going to walk through the entire six-step roadmap. Do we go as in-depth and as deep in we do as we do in the Rewire Misophonia program? Of course not. That's an eight-week program where we're really just going all in, right? That doesn't mean, though, that this masterclass doesn't have a lot of value. It is packed with value. You're going to experience relief in the class, and we are still going to go deep, and we are going to create transformation, and you are going to walk away understanding how you can continue this work even after the masterclass, whether that's continuing to work more with me or whether that's going going on your own you know, setting out on your own, words are hard today, setting out on your own and continuing to do this work yourself. Or maybe you find a different therapist or a different outlook, whatever it is, you're going to walk away understanding what it is that needs shifted and how to actually create that transformation while also experiencing relief in the live coaching that we'll do together in the masterclass. And again, if you can't make it live, that's totally okay still make sure you register and sign up because you're going to get the recording and you'll get those bonuses too. So again, a live Q&A session with me. I believe the live Q&A session is going to be Monday, November 20th. And then the live masterclass is Saturday the 11th. And you're also going to get 
that EFT workbook that's going to guide you through how to create your own powerful and effective EFT tapping sessions. There are a lot of free resources out there for EFT. I even reference some of them in my programs and I've linked to them in my podcast episodes. If you really want to get started with EFT, there's so many free resources out there. I offer training and tutorials over on my Instagram. You really don't have to pay a dime to access EFT. The advantage of this workbook, though, is that you are going to get all of the tips and tricks that I have acquired over my years of being certified and practicing EFT that take these sessions from good to great, that make these make these sessions even more effective and personalized to you so that you know and understand how to actually create a session that's not just something that you can, okay, do, and then it's like, great, I guess this feels okay. It kind of applies to me. It's going to help you create a session that is specified to your needs and what it is that you are processing. So I'm really excited. Like I said, if you can't make it live, be sure you still register. All of the information for the masterclass is in the show notes. So if you click that link, it's going to take you to the landing page. You can learn all about it and you can also register and you're going to want to do so before Saturday the 11th because that is when we are going live and we are going through this training. And again, we're going through all six steps on the roadmap to misophonia relief. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I really enjoy, I mean, spending this time with you. Obviously, I'm just kind of talking at my computer, but I enjoy, obviously, I'm, I'm tapping into your energy and I'm thinking about how I can best serve you as I'm recording these. And that's something that's very fulfilling to me. So thank you for listening. Be sure to sign up for the masterclass. The link is in the show notes and I will catch you in the next episode.